0: Welcome back to episode number 31 of Inside the Minds. My name is Chris. Thanks for coming back along because we know you're a loyal listener who listens to every single episode. I'm joined by my good friends, Kevin, Bart, and Matt. I would say your last names, but I I still don't know how to say your last names. Okay, Woonberg. In (laughs) science. That sounds right. Close. (laughs) Take it. (laughs) Uh, how are you guys doing today
1: oh you know uh we're all we're all having drinks and i decided to have uh modellos with my fellows wow what a poet adorable
0: (laughs) that was cute wasn't it you guys want to know something funny i'm drinking this beer and you guys probably think i'm a lightweight but i think i might have had a shot too you think you might have had a shot by your drinking yeah, beer. here? Maybe. We'll see. I, I don't know. Why
2: does that make anyway. you lightweight? Are you feeling it? Are you tipsy already? What? I
0: mean. No. Shut up, Kevin.
2: <laughs> yes. Okay.
0: Coming up on this show, we got some stumbling? NHL talk. No, I'm not stumbling. Does it sound like I'm stumbling? I'm not stumbling. You're stumbling.
2: you slurring, not stumbling. <laughs>
0: i'll show you i am the host (laughs) and this is how this show goes it's a beautiful thing coming up on this show we got our false top five from our guys and also some mlb nhl a little bit nba talk and the nfl is just kind of in this limbo right now or are they stay tuned and we'll talk a little bit more about the positive tests that covid has inflicted on some nfl teams but first of all let me do a beer review on the beer that i'm drinking it is kentucky barrel cream ale um trying to see is by the lexington brewing company from lexington kentucky 5.5 alcohol per volume it doesn't really taste that way though it doesn't taste that alcoholy but the cool thing about this this beer is that i'm pretty sure it's brewed in the same barrels that they that they uh um that they age bourbon in so it's got this vanilla hint to it but at the same time it's got that bourbony kick as well it's a really nice combination a really nice flavor in my eyes but that's really only if you like bourbon and i do like bourbon personally Uh, and and it's just a it's a really nice mix so for me i'm i gotta give kentucky vanilla barrel cream ale 8.5
3: can you see that name again?
0: Yeah, it's a Kentucky Vanilla Barrel Cream Ale. One more and time. <laughs> I, I, is it just not coming through? No, Chris, you we're just, just you kidding. Just want, you just want. To, no, we're you just, just fucking want me, with you. You just want me to
3: be stupid. <laughs> you you totally slurred the first time you said it. Though.
0: Did I? Yeah, You're I, I like Kentucky. <laughs> I think I'm just. I think I'm just talking way too fast. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. Give this a try. It's in a... Uh, it sounds like dope, a, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's in a... And I know for the Vegas Gold Knight fans out there, you'll appreciate this, but it's in a steel gray yellow label. I'll post it on Twitter at some point with this sound bite so you guys can kind of see what it looks like. Highly recommend it from Lexington Brewing Company in Lexington, Kentucky. Give it an 8.5 out of 10.
1: Nice. <sighs> Best in the come of Kentucky. Since Kentucky when? Derby, sir. Yeah, I well, was about to say. I mean I God, you're so wrong. Louisville <laughs> football. I'm
0: sorry. What How about Louisville football, Matt?
1: Oh, Lamar Jackson did play there. I'm sorry. Yeah. Forgot. I apologize.
0: The next MVP of the National Football League, Lamar he, Jackson.
1: Wasn't he the MVP this past season?
0: He can't be again.
1: Oh, you're right. you're right. I'm sorry. Chris, I'm sorry. You get, you get very hostile when you drink, and I don't like it, man.
0: I am not. Okay. I am very stone cold sober right now. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> I thought you were going to say stone cold dead. No, stone cold Steve Austin.
2: We're 16. <laughs> so start shotgunning. He's 16. Is what I just
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Or, you know, you could be like me and have uh, some modellos.
0: With the fellows. I really like Modelo. With the fellows? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Ooh, I got a beer debate with you guys. Okay. Modelo or Corona?
1: Modelo. Corona. Corona. Modelo. For sure. Corona days the virus away.
0: Oh, I mean, that didn't
1: work for you because you're ugly, so. <laughs> oh, I'll I'll go. <laughs> right. <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of just baffled by that.
3: Man, I was I was thinking so hard I didn't I didn't hear what you guys were saying.
1: I don't know, man. Like, because the thing is, like Corona without the lime, not all that good. modello without the lime is very good. Um, good. and it's yeah, that always... was
3: going to be the reason why I picked modello is because you can you can drink it without the lime, and,
1: and I like the small like little. Skull. Built a small little bottle. Uh, it's very firm in the hand. It's good. It makes a good decoration. <laughs> the gold wrapping on top is very amazing. Plus, uh, it's always Modelo time. It has a cool song to go with it. And uh, you can have Modelos with fellows.
0: <laughs> I really appreciate that rhyme. I'm not going to lie.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I do too. And I just thought of it and I'm like, hmm. Okay. You can get the
3: coronavirus without even asking for it. Yeah, it so. looks
1: like what are you gonna do with Corona? Have them with bronas? Like, eh, whatever. It's not as sketchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the coronavirus
3: doesn't ask if you if you want it. It's just...
1: I will tell you about some shitty beer though. Uh, that's Mexican Tecate. Ain't good. I don't know, Barton. Do you like Tecate? No, no, I don't. <laughs> it tastes like butt. Um, Pacifico is pretty good. It's definitely
3: that. it's definitely not the worst I've ever had though.
1: Pacifico is pretty good. Um, what else I got going? Well, you can have a TNT with Tecate. Tecate and tequila shot. So that's what it's called. So, But that's all it's good for. No say case Ace. Eh, it's all right. Um, better than Tecate. Better, yes, absolutely. What am I missing? And there's one more. Okay, Whatever. The best beer that is similar to
2: all those beers is Landshark. It's... No.
1: Okay, I was mentioning all the Mexican beers, Kevin. Yeah, but it's an American, at... American version of the Allen beers or Mexican
0: <laughs> beers, and it's, it's brewed by Budweiser.
1: Well,
2: it's brewed by Margaritaville at which Budweiser is owned by distilleries <laughs> Jimmy okay. Buffett, sir. But, but it is it is manufactured at Budweiser breweries. Um, he is, he they lose Jacksonville, Florida, but man, most yeah, Bud are. heavies and Lane Shark is also one of my favorite beers. Way better than Corona, way better than Modelo. So try that. I would. Give yeah, Land to a nine point nine out of ten. Okay, but it is. Right. It wow. Never. Okay, it bud.
0: It will never be as good as Lexington Brewing Company's Kentucky well, Vanilla you just Barrel. Well, eight point
1: five. And, I and just, what are you gonna have land sharks with? With what? Uh, I'm having models with the fellows right now. Uh,
2: with sharks, a sure. uh, shark <laughs> that is going to eat my legs off, sir.
1: Yeah, but again, you can't name, you can't rhyme land shark with shark. Like that's just you can't do that. You can in modern day rap.
2: Okay, you can. <laughs> so drink
1: a land shark
2: while at a park. Boom.
1: Okay, you know what, Kevin? I I like like orc. And that is okay, Chris. Ooh, on to it. look at that. I like it a lot. We're getting. Yep. You're,
2: you're dismissed, Matt.
0: Yeah, I am. I have to have that with Mark. I
1: <laughs> Mark. Uh, I don't know who Mark is. <laughs> right. I don't even so know we got it settled. We got it settled. We're doing yes, do. We're drinking. Yes, do. We're doing land sharks. Doing. We're drinking land sharks at the park in the dark with Mark. Mark, Mark normand Norman. Okay. Who was Mark Norman? He, he's he,
3: he's a comedian.
0: Okay. He's pretty funny. Right. Him up. Okay. I will tag Let's
1: him. Do it. All right. it. <laughs> I'm down.
0: All right. So diving into sports NBA playoffs are underway in the current series. We're going to dive into as LeBron's putting his team on the, on his back right now. The Lakers got shocked by Portland a couple of nights ago. They still have a two to one series lead and it looks like it's going to be a three to one lead right after tonight. And after this game's over, because at the time of this recording, the Lakers are absolutely dominating Portland right now. And, Pretty much what we all expected. Kevin's our in house Lakers fan. What are you seeing out of this?
1: Uh, so, before we what, say whoa. anything, Kevin, no, whoa. Kevin, shut up. Okay. <laughs> You're our in house LeBron fan. Anyway, go on. Correct. <laughs>
2: that is 100% correct. And we'd be remiss because today is A24, is Toby Bryant Day, and yesterday was Toby's birthday. Kevin Patrick has
0: Bert. verbally said on the record he is a Lakers fan.
2: Uh, I am a Lakers fan for the next two years. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh but yeah r.i.p to kobe happy birthday mamba but yeah the lakers are dominating 56 35 right now um lebron is five for five uh with 15 points two to two, two for two from three um lebron's absolutely put this team on his back after losing that first game he had 25 points 15 rebounds 15 assists and they still lost because anthony davis couldn't find the bottom of the net to save his life well, AD so, has 16 points right now, actually, so... I mean, yeah, like, good. since LeBron took this team over and was like, hey, I'm driving the lane every time, I'm taking full control of defense, AD's really had it easy. Uh, I don't think Portland will have an answer for them. I think it's going to be Lakers and five now. I did say Lakers and six on the last recording, I think. I thought Dame could steal two games out of the series, but even without zero has, guard wow. 30 mode activated... LeBron's still going off and I fully believe the Lakers are gonna win the title this year, especially if LeBron's playing like this for the next three, four weeks.
1: Yep, yeah, I wholeheartedly believe that as well. I mean Dame Dame has no help besides Yusuf Nurkic, and he he's doing pretty well today too, but Yo, he has mellow. Okay. Um I Mello is uh whatever. Not even worth mentioning. <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree with you, Kevin. I think the Lakers are going to win. Um, and I told you last episode, I'm like, do they have the depth to, you know, go far in this playoffs? And I don't even think they need depth. I mean, LeBron and Nadie can just pass it to each other. And then Kyle Kuzma can shoot a basket or two and then they'll be fine.
2: Yeah, I mean, when you think about depth, they had four or three, four months off. So everyone's rested. It's not like you're going on a deep playoff run where you're needing a bench of 10 people that you eventually shrink down to seven. Um, Like, you can just start a seven-man roster, basically, and play. And, like, the Toronto Raptors are proving that. We'll talk about them in a little bit. But I don't think their depth is going to hurt them. I think they'll be fine. Um, Especially, like, if Dwight Howard can summon some magic and become the Dwight Howard of ten years ago, that'd be beautiful. Uh, They'll sweep everything. That is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I can dream as – my temporary Lakers fan status says I can. Um, but, like, J.R. Smith's even in the game right now. He's 0-for-1 with 0 points, 0 rebounds. He has one assist and no fouls.
1: But, you know. Let's talk about the dude of the hour, the man of the hour, um, Luka Doncic. Cool.
3: Did you I, guys see his
1: three? It was absolutely insane. I don't – like, he is so good. I have no idea – how the Hawks picked him and then just traded him because he wasn't Trey Young. Like I <laughs> yeah, the- that that has to be devastating. And honestly, I think uh give him a year or two and he's gonna be the best player in the NBA. Uh, I he, I don't know about above, like way above Giannis, but he is definitely tearing up in the playoffs, especially with the bum ankle. Like he, he scored is so good.
3: forty points He got a triple double on top of that, like that is yeah. while wow, having a
1: sprained ankle. And to add to that, I have, what the hell was Paul George doing? Like Uh, he he was, (laughs) I, what was he doing? Like, what is, what is going on with uh, the
2: playoff P is a, it's like that swaggy P curse. If you give yourself a nickname, you're going to be trash from there on out. So playoff P (laughs) is not performing well, but Luca. Yeah. I agree with what you said, Matt, before this podcast, I was saying that I think Luca's is going to win MVP just next year. Uh, he is the face of the league um right now. One of the four faces of the league with Giannis, Zion, and LeBron. Yeah. Like what he's been doing is incredible. And I don't think the I think the Clippers might actually lose the series because they don't have an answer for Luca. The Mavs didn't have kristop Perzingas for this game. And they still they were down by I think it was twenty one points or something at one point in this game in the third quarter and they came back and won in overtime. Like, yeah, you're not, you're not stopping Luka. Especially Paul George goes 7 for 35 with 4 fouls and 0 for 7 from 3. Like, no. Not a chance.
0: Well, I mean, it's like the point that you made last week. Paul George has to be the number one. He has to be the number one guy or it's just not going to work. And he's not the number one guy right now.
1: Also, He's literally not helping Kawhi at all.
0: Keep well, episode thirty. Uh, check out that take, that full take on on why we think Paul George has to be the number one guy. So, you can keep up with this with this conversation. But he has to be. He absolutely yeah. has to be.
2: And I just have one more thing to add to the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard is not on Luca. Why would you not put your best offensive player on their best offensive player? That blew my mind
0: absolutely blew my mind
2: like i mean i get paul george as a good defender but paul george obviously isn't doing nothing right now he couldn't guard J.R. smith right now i don't think so yeah it's, it's fascinating uh, i'll be interested to see if they switch that going for the last few games here because i mean there's only three games left now you either have to decide if you're gonna make some changes and try to win the series or if you're gonna try to hold pat and see if that it's you another two wins. I don't know. I think the Mavs are gonna do it.
1: Unless Kawhi just goes literally just I don't goes ballistic on him, but which I highly doubt because this how this team isn't even opting him much defensively, so he yeah, no, there's just no way.
0: So I don't know if this is a, a surprise to you guys at all. And tell me if it is, but I Really didn't expect the Jazz to have a 3-1 lead right now.
1: Well, that makes one of us. I, yeah, I, just, I was <laughs> going to say. I, I mean, just, the, nuggets aren't that, the Nuggets aren't that great. Well, the Nuggets um,
2: are great on paper, but every year they do the same thing. They're phenomenal in the regular season. They're like, yeah, you guys to be title contenders. No problem. And then they used to the postseason, and they're like, huh, just kidding. They're no better <laughs> than the Sacramento Kings. So... Yeah, I'm not surprised. Donovan Mitchell is a stud. Rudy Gobert is a defensive mastermind. Roam in the paint. And Couldn't defend against COVID. Couldn't defend against COVID and try to give it to every single one of his teammates and every jazz reporter. But Mike Connolly <laughs> also was instrumental in leading the Grizzlies a few years ago to multiple Western Conference deep runs. Um, they could never get to the finals, but I mean, it's the Grizzlies. What do you expect? Um, so they added that key piece of the trade deadline to get a playoff bet in there and get that leadership,
1: and I think it's really paying off in the series. I mean, poor Jamal Murray. First of all, he gets exposed on the internet during this whole quarantine when <laughs> he gets started, but he has no help at all whatsoever in Denver. I mean, I don't know. He, he scored 50 points, and they still lost. It's just insane. But then Donovan Mitchell scored 51, so, and, um, he's, and he was going all over the place, too, which is hold just, up. what?
2: Are you saying Joker is no help to Jamal Murray? Oh, yeah. Are you really the best center in the
1: league? <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I'm sorry. I forgot about Nicole. <laughs> yeah, no, never mind. forgot, forgot about Jokic. That's my fault. But outside those two, you're right. Yeah, well, I guess I- they have
2: Michael Porter Jr., but he still hasn't developed. He's still young and raw, but he's showing flashes of
1: potential. I don't know, man. I think his back injury is actually going to – I mean, back injuries usually – Usually they're there to stay, and I think he's going to have issues. Uh, even if after he develops, and, you know, I think with every draft of the basket, he's just going to get hurt more and more often, and it's just not going to work out for the Nuggets in the long run.
2: Yeah, I mean, it'll
1: be interesting to see. He played
2: most of the season, I believe, once he finally came back.
1: He and... did. He did, and he looked pretty good. I yeah, just so, I don't know if that injury is going to be able
0: to hold up, though.
2: I don't think he's going to be like a dread. Odin, who sees like 18 career games, I think he'll end up having a few good seasons. I think he'll probably play till he's like 29, 30, but then the back will flare up and he won't get past that. I mean, I've had two back injuries. I'm 25. I'm not saying I'm a killer athlete or anything. But I'm pretty
1: crippled day to day. You also had a shoulder surgery and, you know. And yeah, ACL surgery. I tore my Achilles at one point. You know, you're I'm just putting, You're just putting the whole team on your back, Kevin, and you're, yeah. you're broken. Yeah, I'm uh, really – I am putting this podcast on my back. Yeah, I th- hey, but you, Kevin, you know you know who geez, else, though, geez. is a killer athlete and is very young? Who? Carter Hart. He's 22. Anyway, moving on.
3: Carter uh, <laughs> Hart. Hold on, hold on. No, we're against Carter Hart. Yeah, I was going to say Luka Doncic. He's 21. Twenty freaking
1: one. Wow. He's only he 21. 21. He is 21. He just turned. He just he just literally turned a few months ago. He is wow. only 21. He's only 21. Yeah. It's insane, man. Like I. Oh, my God. And he I don't want to believe. VP vote, votes. Ugh. I did not I don't want to believe in him at all. But like because he just he played in Europe and you no. Know, not but a, he was a one of the
2: MVPs in Europe at 16. Like
1: you, hit, oh, yeah, absolutely, the Luca. Well, the thing is, it's like you just never saw what his full potential was because he didn't play in college here, and that automatically just null and void. But. That's kind of, you know, especially because there's a European kid that's in this draft, uh, Denny Evdia. Um, he's very good. I've seen highlights of him, but at the same time, uh, he's just killing everyone in Europe. So I hope he does that here too. When to whoever he gets drafted to, so is it possible that he gets
3: overdrafted for that reason? No, I don't
2: think so. Typically, even like Christops was kind of an outlier with being a high draft pick as a European player. It just doesn't happen. He'll probably well, be a lottery pick, but I don't see, the, like, the top five. First off, he's
1: been riddled with injuries. I mean, so is Ricky Rubio, to be fair. I mean, he was a top pick as well. Uh, he, was, and, he went, like, ninth overall. Well, he was but, a top pick. I mean, I, I guess, I for me, top ten is top, I hope, right? I, don't know uh, I mean, ask
2: the Bulls with all their number fours.
1: Uh, seven. 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 This, this today. This time it's four. Correct. Whatever. <laughs> They're still mess it up. But uh, no, because number seven not Pex is not there. Pax is not there, and uh, we trust in Arturus Karnasovis.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: okay. Well, <laughs> basketball is kind of weird because, like, I feel like only the top
3: five are the ones that are expected to be magical in the
2: beginning. So it's weird. It's like the it's top of other three to sports, five, like. I mean, Damien Lillard. I think was drafted fourth overall. So yeah, top five. But then you go to after that. I feel like it's a huge drop off. Yeah, but then like you have Giannis, who was the fifteenth overall pick. Right, but those
3: those are such like outliers. Though I don't know. Like I feel like in other sports, it's a little bit. It's, it's a little bit more spread out.
2: That's true.
0: Well, I mean, there is a kid that played in Australia last year that is supposed to be really good.
2: But his father is not difficult in Mellow?
0: We are talking about his, him his, all.
2: Fa- his <laughs> father sucks.
3: <laughs> his father is the worst. <laughs> nah, dude.
1: 100. Apparently he's he could beat Jordan one-on-one, you know, because Yeah, he, that's true. He's he, say he he's uh, he's undefeated. Never lost. He's
2: undefeated. Hey, <laughs> never lost. His, his uh 2.4 points at some D3 college really speaks father. Never lost. Never, never lost. lost.
1: Never lost. Undefeated. Never lost. Wants <laughs> all his sons to play on the same basketball team and maybe the best team in the world. Oh, wait, or, does that mean the Pelicans are drafting LaMelo? Absolutely not, no. <laughs> I mean, I can, I, I want to, dude, I watched, actually, like, if we can see on this topic, I watched Ball and the Family, and it's pretty hilarious. It's on Facebook right now, and I need to get caught up, because I can only, like, I want to see his reaction once Lonzo was traded to the Pelicans. Like, I want to see his face. Like, Wait, um, hold on. What if they trade Lonzo to Minnesota for the number
2: one pick, and then LaMelo goes to New Orleans?
1: I mean, he has Zion there with him, and he's also going to have a new head coach. So, I mean, that'd be kind of fun. But that'd be hysterical that but LeVar he's gonna, is like, going to be like, uh, New Orleans, best team in the world. Zion, Williams, he's going to be so good because of my son. My son exactly. makes anyone better. My son is the number one player in the world. And he's going to be like,
2: never lost. <laughs> Timberwolves, uh, Pelicans, Western Conference Finals next year.
1: Yo, yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> yes.
2: Lonzo can dish. He can. He just can't. But shoot. can he? Can you do
1: anything else? His shot his is, is ugly. <laughs> uh,
3: it's just it. It takes him so long his, to shoot.
1: It his his shot is very years. defeated. His shot is very defeated, and it always loses. Sorry. It Lamar. is so weird.
2: Like <laughs> literally, a team could be on the fast break. He could be shooting a corner three. It takes him to shoot it. <laughs> and by the time he shoots it, the center Shaq, Shaq would be able to run another court and block his shot. <laughs> That's how slow his shot is.
1: You no, know, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. It's embarrassing. But so far, Lamelo undefeated, never lost. Number one pick. Because I want to say the best player in the world. The- never lost. Never lost. <laughs> uh, you know who has lost? Huh. CP3. Yep. A lot. Yeah, well, I mean, today he didn't know. I think the Thunder won.
2: Yeah, right? Thunder did one,
1: and <laughs> one. One
0: win. They did one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they did one win. Um. No, the, that's they did
3: team. that one thing
0: <laughs> never lost
2: never lost undefeated. they've lost two games so far actually
0: never but, lost today
1: <laughs>
2: Okay, hear me out <laughs> today, they, today they undefeated okay. never lost today <laughs> Matt I want your opinion on this since you're the other basketball fan here will CP3 go down as one of the top 10 players to never win a ring
1: uh yeah I think top 5
2: I was gonna to say top five, I didn't know that was controversial. I think
1: you could definitely say top five. Um
2: I, I he's gonna be the best point guard to ever win one. I think that's safe to say. I
1: wholeheartedly agree. Yes, definitely. And
2: it's kind of a shame I was with I was hoping him and LeBron could team up at some point. And
1: Dude, get... they vetoed a trade to LA with Kobe. I, with Kobe oh. and he could have won at least two or three there.
2: Oh that no, because Kobe always won the ball, he didn't believe in passing. And And, and cp 3 believes
3: in passing. So that would have been perfect. He's like, I want that guy.
2: Yeah, maybe maybe he would have averaged 60 a game because he wouldn't have to dribble. He'd just be like, here's the ball. I'm shooting it. Zero points, 20 assists. (laughs) I mean, Uh, he's actually done that before.
1: In L. A., he had a good team when he was on the Clippers. He did. Uh, he had Blake Griffin. Um, yeah. Doc Rivers mismanaged that team. Yeah, he, they, he team. did. He did because he had DeAndre Jordan and he had Blake Griffin, Blake. and they definitely. Paul Crawford
2: was the Sixth Man of the Year like twice with that team. Uh, I don't know Dad how Patrick Beverly is a elite defender. Like, there's no reason the Clippers
1: didn't make. Did At they have quarterfinals. finals? Well, no, but I mean, that trade got vetoed, so it's not his fault that he couldn't go to LA.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, he did go to LA. Just he just wants the, the wrong other the, r- r-
2: the wrong side of LA. Yeah. <laughs> well, same side, just different locker
1: room. Uh, yeah. yeah but right. I mean, Kevin, I think it's No top same five locker room ring. too actually. No, they they're across the tunnel from each I other. I think right? Charles Barkley is yeah. going to go down yeah. as uh, the best player to never wondering, though. Okay. So down.
0: So Devil I you guys up. said top 5. He might be top five player to never win a championship. So I'm going to read off at least a a list that I just came up with really quickly. Um, John Stockton, Carl Malone, I would put them on the same line. So that's going to be on the same line. They're on the same team. I think that they have to be grouped together. Um, Got Elgin Baylor, who never won a ring. Barkley, like you said, Matt. Alan uh, Iverson.
2: Wait, are you put Barkley in your top five?
0: No, no, no. no. I'm just saying, but oh, these are guys. Okay. Are guys well, that I definitely are,
2: would. I think so. I think he's. No, I'd say Barclay's in top 10, but not top five.
1: I I think he's top five. So. I I, I don't know. Let's, I have to see the
0: rest
2: yeah, of those. I wouldn't <laughs> say AI would be top five. I don't know if I would put AI then, in top 10.
0: And then top lastly, lastly, Patrick Ewing.
2: Patrick
1: Ewing, yes.
0: Patrick I, Ewing never won time. a ring. Oh,
1: that's right. No, he didn't.
2: Yeah, I fully agree with the Patrick Ewing one. Um, AI, I don't know if I'd put it in a top five, maybe top ten, but that's a stretch. Ryan Scalabrini, did he win one well with the Celtics?
0: <laughs> Scalabrini has like three rings.
1: <laughs> he has like. Never mind. So, Kevin, let me Dude enlighten you out. a little bit here. Let me. Enlighten. I don't know about the White Bamba as much as Chicagoans. Hold on, let me enlighten you a little bit. So, Chris said John Stockton. Chris said Carl Malone, and Chris also said Patrick Ewing. You know who those players ran into in the playoffs? Uh, Scotty Pippen. Michael fucking Jordan. <laughs> Scotty Pippen. <laughs> Michael um, Jordan and happened to be Scotty Pippen. Okay,
2: so, man, I'm glad you brought this up. I was hoping. Oh, to God. Really? At some point tonight. So, a lot of LeBron haters have jumped all over Twitter after they lost round or game one to the Blazers, and they're like, If LeBron goes out in the first round, he has to be permanently eliminated. Actually, Paul Pierce started this. He should be permanently eliminated from GOAT discussion, which Paul Pierce – Well, Paul Pierce – we have a segment name after Paul Pierce. Okay? So, let's
1: just – we're not going to –
2: we're not going to (laughs) – no. But, like, that was his argument. I was like, Jordan lost three times
1: in the first round being swept. I don't listen to Paul Pierce anymore because he has very irrelevant opinions.
2: Yeah. No, LeBron would still be in the GOAT conversation. If you don't agree that he's the GOAT, you have to admit that he's top two. Um, or top three at least, with Kareem being thrown in there. I know Chris throws in Bill Russell, but whatever. Um, so I just I thought that was hysterical <laughs> that they're like, if he loses in the first round, he's not qualified. I that.
1: don't think so because then he Qual- has another year, and he might have AD stay. He might have, he might have a decent team in LA oh. still next year. Eight so. days or a day, <laughs> AD is for sure staying. Oh, um, or he's going to Chicago.
2: No, he's staying. I think actually,
1: here's going to be
2: my shock of the offseason – which might not be a shock to many of you if you follow basketball, Bradley
1: Beal to LA. I see it happening. I definitely do. Uh, especially that's going to be a hell of a big three, too. Yeah, I that's will
2: be Beal. hyped because I love John Bradley. Wall.
3: Just give up on basketball, then.
2: I think he's well, w- Yeah, for sure. John Wall to Chicago. I would love that actually.
1: Ooh. So I actually so since we're on that Chicago topic, I know that I said earlier Ben Simmons wouldn't uh, I wouldn't welcome him for and for taking that number take. four pick and it was a triple take and I'm gonna admit that right now because honestly I like I thought about it I slept on it and I'm like you know what I was wrong very good defense I, I mean in the NBA again you have to shoot the three in order to become a very good not a very good but just a decent point guard but he. I, I don't know like he distributes the ball well he's a good he's a he's he's just a good facilitator so Isn't he like 67 too? Yeah, he should be he should be a shoot small forward so but at the same time I don't know he can dish for a point guard so he just if he if he learns to shoot the 3 he's going to be pretty much unstoppable and did the six? But seven, the bulls? Six, 7 Bart did.
2: That man sits uh, 10 Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 he is I, a very I, athletic big he, man. He plays between the point guard and power forward position. I'm you not big on
3: basketball. basketball, six seven is already big for me. Okay, so yeah, that's six, true.
2: Ten, that's fair. I mean, I'll forgive your transgression, but yeah, I just want to clarify that he's six ten. He's an absolute monster. But yeah, also, and that's, that's why I, I, I thought apologize
3: about it. for my my rookie like Bulls knowledge and stuff like that. But don't don't the Bulls have some three point shooters already too? Like, can he just?
2: Yes, they like, have some actually shooters. fit. I, I well, mean, actually, he, he would replace Denzel Valentine as your wannabe point forward. Um, yeah, wasn't he just a
1: wannabe anyways? So.
2: Well, they compared him to Magic Johnson coming out of Michigan State. As,
1: well, that Michigan was problem State number one. Must. Problem <laughs> number two with the Bulls is that they traded for Otto Porter with an enormous contract, and he was riddled with injuries. And I guess they were hoping to kind of have like the team spark after he got there, but that didn't work. because. Wait,
2: remember when they drafted Cameron Payne?
1: Out of uh, State. Who did? No, they traded for him. I thought they drafted him. They trade? No, the Thunder. Tra- uh, the Thunder. Um...
2: Well, regardless, that was a bad move to bring him in. Guy well, yeah, that was like the trade. They traded of course.
1: They traded. who went for the Thunder? They traded Tosh Gibson and Doug McDermott, and then. Oh, uh...
2: traded Doug McBuckets.
1: Yeah, for him. So, well, he
2: sucked.
1: And there was another player that was involved in that. So well, I don't a great three point shooter for Ben Simmons past two.
3: Yeah, I Taj, mean Taj Gibson was the man. I he
1: know. was old. <laughs> He's old now, absolutely. But he was so good, and he was a starter anywhere else. He was a six man off off of Thibodeau's team. So that's how good he was. But I, I mean, no, buts are anywhere else, but sure.
0: Okay. So so I think we're going to wrap up the NBA session here. We're actually going to put out a post on Instagram and Twitter. Be sure to follow us at ITMPod, by the way, if you haven't already to see all of our content. Uh, but we're going to put out a post. We're going to come up with a collective group of the top five NBA players who have never won a ring and we want to hear your thoughts. So be sure to leave a comment, leave a like retweet us, whatever it might be. And we'd love to hear your thoughts. And I kind
1: of <laughs> want to discuss that next episode because I think that'd be a fun, fun discussion. Yeah, I do, do too. Um, I,
0: I do one, too.
2: One more thing, Chris, before we wrap it up for yeah. basketball, uh, the Raptors coach, Nick nurse, kind of a cool story. He ended up winning coach of the year this year after winning G League coach of the year, a couple years ago. Um, but the team, or NBA on TNT, actually had his high school coach on who's like 90-something do a video chat to tell him he won the award. That oh, was that's really dope. touching. Nick Nurse is crying. Um, it really touched him. He actually invited his old coach out to training camp every year. Really cool story there. Uh, I'd recommend going and checking out the video. Um, it was really touching. Um, and the hey. reps just ended up sweeping their series. So that's, that's cool. awesome.
1: And then before – and that was to the Nets. And before we move on, one last thing, I promise. Uh, Greg Popovich apparently is, in the, is a name to go to the – that's for their head coaching vacancy. Yeah, it's
2: not going to happen. They're going to throw I a lot down. He's loyal. He's not going anywhere.
1: Well, so here's the thing that you have to... So <laughs> no, okay.
0: we're, hold, we're, on, hold on. Wait, Chris, we'll, wait, make it, a... we'll make it for the next episode.
2: Okay, that's fine. So, okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, that's fine. Thursday. We'll have more details on it. That's then. fine.
0: That's yeah, fine. and honestly, that'd be a good debate whether or not he would choose to go there, especially if it's a new start. Um, let's get into our first false top five, and I'm looking at Matt's right now. I want to hear what you got
1: so chris hello thank you for thank you for uh going to me with this i think i'm our one one and only false top five because i came prepared uh, uh no i'll throw uh, one in later all right that's fine because i'm undefeated never lost uh but <laughs> we're gonna oh man i'm glad we took that out of the woodwork so i i heard this oxymoron a lot especially during quarantine alone together hashtag alone together and that kind of like i'm like hmm I'm going to throw, throw on a list for false top five oxymorons. And an oxymoron is false top five. So, haha, <laughs> he giggity. All right. So, going down five to number one. Well, number five is alone together, you know. Number, number four, apparently, there's an oxymoron called soft rock uh people say soft rock apparently so i don't know what that's referring to (laughs) never mind giggity uh number three (laughs) number three is act naturally i want you guys to think about that act naturally you can't you can't act and be natural it's just not gonna happen number two and i love when you know the construction world uses this. I'm going to give you an exact estimate. You can't give anyone an exact estimate because an estimate is not exact. Huh. And then number one, uh, government organization. Government ain't organized. So, yeah, there's my false top five. Your false top five oxymorons.
0: I love it. I love to see it love to see it, Matt. Thanks. That was fantastic. Let's get into some baseball talk. Kevin brought this up a little bit earlier. 2020 is just so weird because the Cardinals are currently sitting in second place and they've looked really good out of their restart 2.0, if that's what you want to call it. And they're second in the division right now at 9-8. and eight.
2: Uh, they're How does that eight. happen?
0: They're up 8-3 right, right, right now. Yeah. So they're up eight to three right now, top seven. I don't think this is a doubleheader today. So, point is, is that
2: if it's a doubleheader at nine thirty-five at night, they need MLB needs to fix something.
0: <laughs> no kidding. But still, nine and eight record in second place. I know it's not the same type of record; it just goes by win percentage at this point. But what are you guys thinking so far about the major league baseball season? We haven't really had any recent outbreaks yet, so um, it's been yeah. nice. I mean, the Mets Ever.
2: just got cleared to resume play. But, like, the Dodgers are so good defensively. I saw a stat the other day that they have 27 runs saved above average. The next closest team's 14. That's absurd. You're literally doubling defense over other teams. Um, the Rays are leading the AL East, not the Yankees. Weird. Didn't expect that to happen this year. Um, but also, I said team ball was going to be important this year over superstar ball. So. Razor proved me right. I love to hear it because I'm pretty sure when we did our predictions, I said the Rays were going to win the East. Did I not? You did. You definitely did. I, don't like, I, I don't remember. I love the Rays. Crazy, but I, I might um, become a Rays fan for my AL team now instead of the Twins. Which of the Twins do they, are leading
1: the Rays. Do the their... Rays have LeBron?
2: I don't know. Uh, sure.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> he is going
2: back to Florida soon. So, <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, like nine and eight to the division is second place in the Central. In off central because the Brewers are really bad, the Reds are way worse than projected to be, and then we have the Pirates who are at 7-17. Oh well, I mean the Cardinals are helped by the fact that they are doing off winning percentage and not actually games won. So I don't, I don't know. Baseball is interesting. Like the Orioles are still technically a contender. All of the Royals are out of contention. The White Sox are actually looking to make a World Series run. I don't know. baseball's weird. There's a lot going on. The White Sox laid out
3: bombs.
2: But they're not the, the only team laid few out days. bombs. But yes, the White Sox are on fire right now. They're looking at calling up their number one prospect that wasn't going to come up this year. But they're like, hey, we might win the World Series this year. We're going all in. I love that mentality. Like, I like to say that I support the White Sox. I would to dozens of games because their tickets are cheap so i've grown to like the fan or like the players um and jose obreu has been killing it too yeah he, he had like seven home runs and nine at a bat He dented something. he dented like, some red blue bleachers yeah, yeah. God God lord that man is on fire right now and the white Sox are so hot that they could easily take over the al central and make a postseason run because there's only a month left of the season guys there's it ends September 27th. It's August 24th. So, yeah, they're definitely so hot at the right time.
1: Technically, next episode, we can do like midseason MVPs, right? <laughs> yeah. We,
2: it actually will be exactly midseason. So, Mid-
1: midseason awards.
2: So, yeah, it's fascinating. Like, I love what the White Sox are doing. I love their mentality. I would love to see them go on a deep postseason run. I know I picked the Twins to be the AL Central favorite, but like, oh man, Barb was right with his White Sox pick. Which is surprising because he doesn't
1: follow sports besides hockey. So, yeah, they have some. Yeah, they have some. Well, they're big bats up there.
3: They're yeah, they're very deep offensively, but when it comes to pitching, like they're, it's pretty much uh, whatever Dylan sees can give them anything after Dallas Keuchel and uh, and uh, G-Lito. Yeah, Giolito. So, I mean, because they've actually had a lot of injuries to their starting rotation. Uh, I know Lopez has missed a lot of time. Um, and so like when they lose, they lose pretty badly, but, uh, I know, I know that last game against the the Cubs, you Darvish actually pretty much shut them down pretty well, but I mean, their offense
1: is, is just absolutely incredible. I mean, speaking of you, uh, he's been absolutely phenomenal this season. Like, I, I, I don't say it only as a Cubs fan, but he's been awesome. He has that mentality. I mean, he has an image, I should say. His like ERA being, is like one point seven right now. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. I mean, Trevor Bowers like lightened it up too. Like, he's he's really good. And- okay, Matt, <laughs> as the resident
2: Cubs fan, since bar is kind of the just Chicago baseball fan in the middle. Um. I want to have your take on this. I talked to my PT about it today.
1: Are they a Cubs fan?
2: They are. All okay. my PTs are Cubs fans, and I just go in there and talk trash every day. It's great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Who's first? Uh, well, you got me there. Well, I was, I'm actually wearing a Wrigleyville sh- Wrigley shirt from my Spartan race today, and they're like, oh, you're a Cubs fan now. I was like, Well, actually, I was going to wear my Cubs 5K shirt, but then I was like, I need to feel like a winner going to PT, so I had to take that off. Um, (laughs) They didn't like that. But no, Matt. So I brought this up. I think it's a very interesting concept that could happen. I want your take on it. Would the Cubs trade Chris Bryant to bring in another starter and a reliever or two to shore up their rotation and bullpen because they have enough hitters?
1: Not this season. Um, only because of the length of the season. And you never know what can happen down the stretch. I mean, he might get hot again. And you might be – or wherever you trade him, he might be hot on that other team wherever he gets traded to. So I don't think so. I actually think that they're going to try to re-sign him um, only because they're going to use Javi's, uh, Javi's poor, poor season as leverage not to give him a big contract. So – not to give Javi a big contract. So I, I still think that KB gets re-signed here. Um, well, he said it he was, was the best free agency though. So, who?
2: KB. He never said that. All of his comments are leaning towards.
1: He literally best never best said that. He went on Ian Habs podcast. He said he loves it here. Kevin, shut up! You're a poster. Well, yeah, that's like what you're that. going to say to your teammate. <laughs> but all his media comments
2: outside of Ian Happ's podcast have been like leaning towards that way without outright saying
1: it. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. And the thing is, I think he has to say that type of stuff only because Scott, Bor- Scott Boris is his agent. And <laughs> that is true. We all know exactly. that Boris is just – he wants – he's already a trillionaire at this point. Like, I don't understand. But he right. he just wants big money for all of his clients, and Boris just wants every one of his clients to say that type of stuff. But I don't think so. Not, not in this season. Like, I any other season that they were so close to, like – a, a starter that they need that you know surefire and then a bullpen like surefire like it'll sure fire to th- through, lead them through the playoffs and possibly a world series sure but not this season it's just well, it's weird and i think he might get hot down the stretch
2: well matt here's my thought you have like what if javi is hot then you don't know, need chris Bryant's bad but you have wilson chris anthony rizzo hap's been killing it lately you have javi obviously like you have all these people who can hit the one thing that's been subject to Cubs' criticism all year, and the thing that's getting you guys in trouble, is your pitching.
1: Yeah. So why would you well, the trade?
2: bullpen. The bullpen especially.
1: So. Yeah. Because so, like, starters are okay. Starters are actually very good.
2: Well, your, like, first two starters are great, and then slowly trickles down from there. But, like, you guys are at, sitting at 17-10. You're in first in the division. 18-10 and 10 after tonight. 18 Oh, I didn't realize I wanted to. I didn't check all the box doors, But, like you're 18 cents so you're almost double 500 at this point wouldn't like a world series is in reach in a shortened season like this if your team's hot wouldn't you want that third starter that could shut down another team
1: i would um yeah i definitely would i just don't know if it'd be for katie i think they they could build a solid package together with schwarber and another piece because i i don't know if Theo necessarily even like schwarber but he did bomb. Well, he
3: just doesn't fit
1: either, though. Yeah, well, former... with the universal DH coming in, he does. That's, that's the thing. other problem but, too. is but because But he has
3: been has been playing really well too, though. No,
1: at, at DH as well. Yes, correct. So that's 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 the thing. Is you just. You, Here's my
3: thing as well too. Like relievers are so hard to grade. I I feel like it's
1: impossible to. Uh, I mean, if relievers are good, they'd be starters. So that's the only thing, you know. Well, not uh, necessarily. Like,
2: uh, yeah. I some don't know literally that. just specialize to throw 103 for 60 or like 20 pitches. Jensen,
1: Jensen, Chapman, uh, you got. Well, kimberl
2: has uh, been playing better too. No. Right?
1: He has. He has actually found himself lately. Um, yeah.
2: so, so, I mean, if you could trade a hitter,
1: just one player,
2: not touch your farm system, which is depleted anyways right now, you have the 29th ranked farm system in baseball, and go and get a good rotation pitcher. Like,
1: like Chris Bryant's is stretched, though. Like... Chris That's the thing, right, man. Like, like, like I, I, if he was like, struggling, okay, so halfway through the season, if he was struggling this bad with an average below 250, absolutely, I would say just whatever, just get rid of him. And hopefully, like, we could just maybe resign him next year. But I I don't know, man. I don't know. It's too short of a season, and I don't know if they'd want to get rid of him. And <laughs> I don't know. Like, again, normal circumstances, yes, absolutely. Bring in that fourth guy, fifth guy, whatever it may be. Bring in a bullpen arm. Trade away, trade away, KB, and then sure, absolutely. I just don't know what team would give up a starting pitcher at this point for KB and in, in this kind of a season. You know what I mean? I mean, I guarantee you, I can name one team. I can name two teams off the top of my head that would do it. And would you
2: view something in return? Off the top of your head, okay. Well, let me hear. One, the San Francisco Giants. They're rebuilding, <laughs> anyways, and you need a new superstar in there. They could trade you Johnny Cueto, who is a proven playoff performer and has done well in World Series. He, He's won he World Series. Correct. You're, you're right. and He's you're on definitely. the trade block right now because the Giants have already declared that they're sellers, and they just designated for assignment Hunter Pence. Thank God. I hate that man. Um, but then another team, you're not going to like this one, but I know they would do it. St. Louis, Chris isn't going to like it either. We Who are they going to trade? Lepitch Carlos Martinez, Alex Reyes, Matt Carpenter,
1: and probably – I don't want Matt Carpenter. No,
2: absolutely not. He From would me. just be there for contract reasons. He would. <laughs> he would be a bench hey. player DH <laughs> veteran leader, um, and he's actually been on fire this year. So it might. You, you want to give us Leno too? <laughs> uh, no, but I think Miles Nicholas uh, would actually be available, who was great last year and he's not looked terrible this year. And I think that would give you two relievers, a starter and another hitter, if need be. I think that would actually end up being a trade that both teams need because the Cardinals need a power-hitting third baseman that's good defensively, because obviously Matt Carpenter's not that. I think that would just fill both teams' needs and make us both better contenders, and I think that would be a fair fair trade. So I know it probably won't happen, especially with Chris Bryant saying St. Louis is boring, but I think it would be karma if he got traded to St. Louis. Well,
3: that and and would they really do that in our division?
2: Uh, I mean, the, the Cubs boys. traded the Cardinals to Lou Brock, who is a Hall of
0: Famer and one of the best yeah. pitchers of all time.
1: So, the, how long was that? I don't think they've learned from oh, that. that was in the think. 80s. Well, yeah. Lou
0: Brock wasn't a pitcher anyway.
1: <laughs> well, but... <laughs> Here's what I'm saying. Okay, so, Kevin, hear me out. I get what you're saying, but why would you even want that? Number one, there's 30 games or so left in the season, number one. Number two, he's going to be a free agent, and I doubt, I highly doubt, highly doubt it that he's going to want to stay in St. Louis. So you're giving up a pitcher. You're giving up a starter for a guy that has 30 games left in the season, might not get hot, might not stay there. Why would you want that?
2: Uh because he would stay there. The Cardinals have this magical way of making people resign unless your name's over pools because you're a tool. Um, he actually did for his kid, so I can't I can't hate on him for that. But he did say he would resign, then didn't. Um, but the Cardinals have... I think if Chris Bryant saw the culture of Cardinals and like saw their clubhouse and saw how they operate, he would probably I- like it.
1: Yeah, I mean, but he played with uh, Dexter Fowler, so I'm sure Dex would tell him all the good stuff if, if there is any good stuff. I mean, you well, got Dex to go loves to St. Louis. He, he absolutely loves the city. Yeah, he doesn't even live there, so relax.
3: Well, I think he would demand <laughs> de- so much money, <laughs> so much money from St. Louis just to stay there too. It and wouldn't with even the be Cubs, it. I feel like there would there'd be like some some leeway there, you know, with St. Louis. It'd be like, yo, you're giving me like you're giving me a record deal here. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I mean, Chicago's just rubbed him the wrong way from the start with not calling him up right away, and the tension's always been there. I don't think he resigns, no matter what they offer, personally.
1: Nah, dude, um, he loves it here. He'll be fine. I,
2: I, I honestly a while ago, like... unbiasedly think he does not re-sign.
1: Um, even though I am biased, but I don't think he resigned. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, if anything, he goes. Okay, so if anything, I think he goes to Colorado. He gets traded there, um, and it's not gonna be for what's his name, uh, Arenado. No, no, not gonna be for Nolan Arenado. Well, they both play third else. base.
2: So he, I think. I think the by the end of the
1: Ball. by the end of this thing, by the end of this trade block, whatever it is, uh, this trade deadline, uh, Arenado is gonna be gone. So. I don't know, man. You I bring wanna, up an interesting point.
0: I want to get into something really quick. Um,
2: slam Diego? Please tell me Slam no, Diego because no. cool. my take took off.
0: No, I want to get your thoughts on, on something here uh, because sitting at 9-20, and 20, this team is one of the worst in the major leagues, and I got to say, I think they're the biggest disappointment in the major leagues so far. The That's Angels. my hot take on that. The Los Angeles Angels are the Trade biggest disappointment of the 2020 season so far.
3: I actually w- I actually wanted to bring them up just like briefly. Yeah. So that yeah, dude, honestly it's it really is so sad. I mean, come on. Like I I think they do have a bunch of talent, you know.
1: Yeah, so they're so much not gonna, they're not going to they're not going to trade Mike Trout because they just signed him to a 10-year deal.
0: Worth okay, four, really. so okay, well he deserves hot better. Take right here.
1: And no one's hot going to right pay here. him that money because you trade him and the contract. Okay, but he is the
2: best player in MLB history. Undisputed, absolute best. The closest to him is Griffey Jr.
1: Chris, give me your hot take
0: before okay, I Okay, hot take right here. <laughs> David Fletcher is gone. David Fletcher is hitting 306 right now. He's a good, solid leadoff hitter. Yep and if they get rid of him that opens the door wide open for Anthony Rendon to be the everyday third baseman. I think they have to do that.
2: Wait, is he, Anthony Rendon not the everyday third baseman? Is he yeah, I what is I he doing? I think he was. He, he is just won MVP and a World Series and he's not everyday third base?
0: What? I didn't think he was playing third base every day.
2: Uh, he might be playing second base.
0: Um, sometimes. See, who is in my eyes second baseman. In it's my eyes Anthony, if he's not, and I wish I would have looked into that just a little bit more.
2: Yeah, Chris. But if he's not,
0: I think that Anthony Rendon is a much better natural third baseman if instead of playing any other position. So when you trade a guy like David Fletcher, he's a good leadoff guy. He works really deep in accounts. He's batting three oh six this year, so he puts the puts the bat to the ball really well. I think if he goes to a decent team like one of those maybe second or third place teams that just maybe needs that little bit of push from the leadoff spot, I think that he could be a really nice piece to one of those teams. The question is, is that what would a team want to give up for him? And are the Angels really in a position where they're just going to have to sell? Which I think they are. So it's just a matter of finding the team that would be willing to take on a guy like David Fletcher.
2: I mean, there's a lot of teams that would pay or trade for leadoff hitting, especially hitting 306 of six in shortened season. Um, so I don't think it'd be hard to find one. I think an interesting one would be the Milwaukee Brewers, who are really underperforming the season as well. Um, but personally, I 100% am on board with this decision. And I know a team out there like the Yankees would do this. Trade my trout. This man is a future unanimous Hall of Famer. He deserves playoff experience. He's been in three playoff games in his life. The Angels got swept. It's embarrassing. The man deserves a World Series. He deserves playoff appearances. Just get out of L.A. I know you want to be loyal I- and want to be a good guy, but goddamn, you deserve better. I same think. thing with that,
1: Lillard, dude. That's what I've been saying about Dame, it's the same with Mike Trout. Yeah, apparently, if you're to
2: the West Coast small market teams, like you just want to stay there. I
0: don't know why. And I agree too. I agree with Matt and Kevin's points on this one. Matt, I know they're not going to trade him. They're not. He's a, Correct. you know, top five player of all time, and you know he's definitely being called the best player of all time. And he's not even thirty yet. It's just mind blowing in itself. Point being is that. You have the Angels side, which Matt is on right now. You're not going to trade the greatest player of all time. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but in you can't theory.
1: make playoffs. You can get so much I don't much see the Yankees in, even in taking in on that payroll, theory. Kevin. Like they uh, Okay, wait. They would just have to trade
2: John Carlos Sand and a couple of prospects and done. Oh my God. Sorry.
0: He's in
1: me. theory, Christopher. <laughs>
0: In theory, they're not going to trade him because he is one of the greatest players of all time. That's stupid.
1: Not Why would you do he that? Is the
0: best. Why would you trade a guy like that?
1: Well, he's also, but, I mean... okay, But,
0: but uh-huh. on Kevin's side, you are doing one of the greatest players of all time a major disservice by keeping him around and not doing anything about it because if you're well, the Los he signed Angeles the contract, Angels, no? he because signed the Because he's a good person. Sure. He
2: wanted to be loyal. And,
0: and who wouldn't would turn down 400 and whatever million dollars? Like you say, yeah. sign this paper, and we'll give you half a billion dollars. Okay,
2: cool. Yeah, what do I have to do? Yeah, you're right. Okay, all that you have to do, <laughs>
0: all that you have to do is play a game. Yeah. Okay. Like, I guarantee, who's going to turn that down?
2: I guarantee they gave him promises like, oh, we're going to bring you more talent to help you. Which they did, but they need more pitching. They need pitching and they're like well oh, we have show Otani. Their best yeah, pitch <laughs> In his first game giving up six runs in the first inning without recording it out. Well he's he's extremely streaky on both sides. Now like well, batting wise, it's either he does really well or really bad. And, I mean, that's what a lot of power hitters. So yeah, but like pitching wise, he's not lived up to it. Major League hitters are just eating him alive. So yeah, I don't... I don't know. I just... I think out of pure respect for my Trout and what he's done for the game and what he is, he can't stay in L.A. He can't. Or Anaheim. Whatever. It's essentially well,
0: the same thing. I know people in L.A. would say, no, Anaheim's a separate thing. whatever." No, it's pretty much the same thing when you live as far away as we do. It would be the same thing and people in Chicago are going to kill me for saying this, but it's like if you live out in the West Coast... It's pretty much saying Naperville is Chicago. Naperville to them, is it Chicago.
3: is. To them, it, it is from Naperville.
0: Exactly. So, Tati
3: is batting one eighty-one right now.
2: Okay, that's trade that. Otani. Get two pitchers done. The play or the Angels are playoff contenders. There it is. Actually, just fire the entire Angels coaching staff. Their front office. Actually, they just got Joe Madden. So never mind. i,
0: was I about to say they just got Joe
2: Madden. I was really thinking.
3: <laughs> I was thinking Joe Madden would really I
2: help thought, that team out. I too. thought he would at least make them contend for a playoff spot, and not be nine and twenty at halfway point. Um,
1: I'm glad I was he right. I because if he was still in the Cubs, it'd be horrible.
2: Well, I didn't think he would make them a contender for playoff, like actual like playoff run, but I thought he'd make them a contender to make the wild card. I thought he was going to make them interesting
3: at least. I mean, come on! I was like, you know what? Why not them for the World Series? Like. <laughs>
2: All right, they have Bart. Bobart. Do you know who is wrong. interesting right now? The most important story in baseball. Name it. Slam Diego, my boy Fernando Tatis Jr. And the the fathers out there. That's what Padres means in Spanish, guys. You're hilarious, yep. Um yeah, I hope I genius. hope you're here all week. Genius. Yeah, yeah sh- I'll be back on Thursday. Yes, uh, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but. I, last episode, I said that after the Padres got criticized and Fernando Tatis got criticized and had to apologize for hitting a Grand Slam down or up 7 nothing, they would just go on a rampage and start mashing balls like nobody's business. Sits out the last seven games. Our Grand Slams happened. And they actually you hit, know, it up, they hit it hit 7-1 leap. No one said shit about it because it wasn't uh, yeah. Fernando Tatis
1: Jr. Funny enough, Manny Machado won AL Player of the Week after... Uh... I mean, he was after uh, Fernando Tatis' week. So that well, that was, was 100% funny. because of his it, defense play.
3: Ta- <laughs> Tatis also stole a base right after that game, no? Yeah. yeah he like apologized day. for hitting the grand slam, and then he stole a base on, like when they were up, up 7 0 I think it was actually yeah, while we were 7-0. recording
2: that game was happening, and it zero. He steals a base. Yeah, it's insane. You do you. Um, like, let the kids play. Come on.
3: I am so, sad that I missed that podcast because, man, like that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my <laughs> life.
2: Yeah, it, it's ignorant, and I hate that the old heads in baseball are still trying to ruin the fun. But actually, I just gave you a lecture on this for my sports history class. But Fernando Tatis and the San Diego Padres are what is right with baseball and what is fun, and you'd love to see it.
0: So let's let's jump out of that. Tell us what you guys think. Uh, What are some trades that you would like to see? Are there any teams that have been disappointments to you? Because the Angels, I think, are the biggest disappointment in the league. And if you think the same thing, give us some mock trades in episode number 32. We might just read them and see what we think. Let's get into another false top five. Kevin, what do you got?
2: Uh, Yeah, so this week I'm bringing us the er, (laughs) false top five reasons. Or top five mascots, sorry. I'm struggling today. Um, But the top five mascots. Number five, Bernie from Miami Heat. Um, You'll understand why he's number five after I tell you number four. Number four is the Philly Fanatic. Go Google these two. They're the exact same mascot with a different jersey on, different color scheme. That same nose, that same eyes, that same body. Why? Be creative. Um, I'm Googling right now. Oh, okay. (laughs) They're literally. Identical twins or lost step brothers—I don't freaking know. Um, But number three is the Stanford tree. Why is your mascot just a tree? They're not fighting anything; they're getting cut down. Why would you want your team to be represented by something getting cut down?
1: More importantly, why are you called the Cardinal, and then why is your mascot a tree?
2: Also, that—I mean, I guess cardinals live in trees, but like, no, um, no, no, not cardinals, Kevin. Yeah, it's the color cardinal. Cardinal. (laughs) It's, It's the color red. Which is like the color of their logo. And then you just put a tree in the middle of their logo. Like, what? Stanford. Y'all supposed to be intelligent people. Get it together. Uh, number two, the New Orleans minor league team, the king baby cake.
0: The baby cakes.
2: Uh, I knew Chris would get hyped about that, working in minor leagues. Um, what an interesting choice for a mascot. I mean, I get it's unique. It's creative, and mascot or minor league mascots are kind of out there anyways but this kind of takes the cake pun intended
1: that's a weird look uh, that's a weird looking mascot
2: yeah um and number one i know i'm gonna get a lot of hate from this especially from these philly fans but guess what carter hart's only 22 so it's okay (laughs) but gritty gritty is the worst mascot in sports he's ugly he has nothing to do with the flyers he looks goofy He's looking it. 18 different directions at one time. How do you know if he's looking at you? And he punches children. Well,
1: that's because the little kid punched him first. <laughs> so,
3: okay, but uh, he has like 18 that's layers. That's not a good that's, argument. No. I,
2: <laughs> I know it's not. I know. I understand. Have you been in a mascot suit before? A kid who punch me, I don't care. I don't even feel it. Like, I've been punched by kids. It's fine. Gritty has no to use. He's the worst mascot out sports. At me, Philly fans. I'll take the heat. Just like the um, telekinetic rule well, by taking the heat mascot. Well, I wanna know what mascot
3: you were you were in, or what what was the mascot uh, that you were
2: victory husty for NIU for three years? Oh.
0: Oh, very nice. Very nice. Fun Stanford the Stanford tree has always been my my favorite, like my I don't know, my not favorite favorite mascot, if that makes sense. Definitely my number one for my you said favorite a lot five. of times. So I, I have no idea I know. what you're
1: trying
3: to <laughs> his favorite mascot to root against. Okay, yes, <laughs> okay.
0: thank you, Bark. Okay. Fine, thank sure. you. I
2: don't know if that's what he was actually trying to say, but he went for it.
3: Yeah, well, he, it was, he agreed with it. So,
0: anyway, coming up after the commercial break from our sponsor, we're gonna get in some NHL action. The Blues once again seem to join the ranks of a lot of Stanley Cup champions to fall in the first round. We're going to dive into that and more. So all of us are either Blackhawks or Blues fans, so we're really disappointed about the outcomes that happen. I think that Matt and Bart are a little bit happier about their outcomes. They shouldn't even have been there. And then they took out McDavid and Dreisaitl, so... I mean, if I'm a Blackhawks fan, I'm looking at that as a win in itself. I know Vegas kind of curb stomp them, but you know, they still not made really. It to the first I mean, round. they did though. Uh, they they, really they kind of did. did.
3: They, they but did.
0: like we we were we really
3: fought against that curb stomp though.
0: We really it fought did. against it. We did, but it still happened. Okay. <laughs> well, let's get back. Let's get into the hockey games that matter right now. We'll spend some time on the, on the blues and the, and the Hawks on our next episode, but the stars and avalanche with a fireworks game one stars win five to three. I'm kind of surprised because I mean, the stars are just a team that kind of makes it to the second round in the past couple of times they've been there and then they kind of fall apart toward the end of the series. And the Avalanche just have way too much firepower in in that top line. They just look a lot better than what the stars do on a more consistent basis. I just don't really see it happening for Dallas. I think this is their third straight second round exit and third straight meaning their third time being there over the past, you know, three times that they've been in the playoffs, and they're just gonna it's just not going to work out for him. What do What do you guys think?
1: Stars and four. Uh, well, uh, I mean, wrong. Colorado's lo- winning right now. Well, nope. Dallas just scores two to one.
3: Yeah, they were on a on a, a five on three. So yeah, yeah that, that was a hot uh, take by me. I, mean, I do not believe it at all. Stars, yeah, stars. Just they, they just scored. The Avalanche are up two one right now. The Avalanche. It's, so it's the second period there's 9 minutes left avalanche already have 26 shots on net so i think they were just really shocked um like they, they were just taken by surprise uh by the stars in the first in the first game i think that they will 100% they'll adapt and they will take back this series 100% i mean the, the stars they showed up especially their top line but I mean, the Avalanche, they're too big of a powerhouse.
1: Mm, I certainly think so as well. I mean, especially on defense, they're not going to let that happen again. And the Stars can make this interesting, uh, especially with their two goaltenders, though, and keep it closer than people think. But I still see the Abs pulling this off.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the Stars really need their their top line to perform. And the Avalanche have like three lines that can really, that can really score. So,
0: and Miro Heiskinen's leading the team in points right now and time on ice. Like, that's he's he's the unexpected kind of hero that the Avs didn't really need, but he's still there.
3: He's Is he a
1: rookie, or did he get drafted two years ago?
2: Uh, he
3: got drafted two year. years.
1: It's three either years.
3: second or third year. Okay. He was
1: a rookie last year.
0: Yeah. Um,
3: so, but uh, Her,
0: is, I want to I I make that adjustment. I'm sorry. I didn't mean the abs. I meant the stars. Well, maybe you should get it right the first time, Chris. <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> it's Sue, Heis... it's 2 too, as we speak. Heis... <laughs> stars and four. I'll tell the you. has
0: been that. <laughs> I firmly that... believe in my pitch. Heiskinen, I think, was that real underdog kind of guy that wasn't an underdog. He's a good defenseman. But at the same time, like, he has the type of potential that he's running on right now in the playoffs. And I don't think a lot of people really saw that coming. I think they were thinking more of the Jamie Benn, Joe Pavelski type of guy. But he's really forming into his own game right now.
3: Well, Dallas is fairly – they're, they're... – well, they were a very defensive team. I don't know what happened this uh, during these playoffs. They all of a sudden just started They were struggling to score. Were, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They were struggling and, to score, and I'm surprised too. And, and now they're scoring like five, five goals a game. It doesn't make any sense. But uh I think Whitney out of <laughs> out of all the uh the playoffs team currently, I think he is uh second in uh time. Uh, uh, sorry, on ice. Time, time on ice, yes, yeah, that's what you watch, and then <laughs> uh, second to Ryan McDonough, who I mean, he had that that long overtime game against uh Columbus, you know, so that is super impressive too, because that that just means he he's been on the ice pretty much during regulation most of the time, right? Because Ryan McDonough he had all those uh, uh overtime minutes as well, too. So, and Heiskanen did it. So he is heavily relied on.
1: You know what should be heavily relied on? Pink Whitney. The the Cundon, yes, and the Canucks defense, but they're not. Because I've been telling you all from the start, I mean, still don't know how the Hawks kept up with the Golden Knights, but they did. And I think now the Knights are just going to run away with this. And they're going to win 5-0 again in game two. And... Flurry is not gonna start anymore. Leonard's gonna ride the hot hand, then I don't know. I don't know how how Vegas is just
0: so deep and so good, but talk wow, that's what she said. That is what talk, she said. Anyway, talk go about on. An actual <laughs> curve stomp though. Five to nothing, forty shots on net. And I think the Canucks got a little surprised because they played a St. Louis team that in my eyes, did not adjust well to the bubble whatsoever. And I think that's why they performed so poorly against now a Golden Knights team that has adjusted really well to the bubble. They are
3: very similar teams as well, too.
0: Exactly. And I think that would have been a good matchup, the Golden Knights and the Blues, if the Blues would have found their game sooner than what they did. But obviously, you know, it happens. It's the playoffs. It's a weird time and the Canucks are now going up against a team that was similar to the team that they just played but actually are playing well.
3: Well, the, the main difference between the Blues and, and the Golden Knights is the Golden Knights' speed. I mean, they, they have guys that are like 6'3", 6'4", but they can all go. Like, they are fast, especially Alex Tuck. That dude is uh, he is a gem. He is fantastic. He is
1: he has so good. He, he is so good.
3: Oh he is six All right, they
1: were just like uh, he's six uh, and he's so agile. I mean, like I saw it during the Hawk series. Like he just he is insane. But during during the Canucks game, uh,
3: someone just tries to just dump the puck pretty much, right? They just dump the puck, hit it off off, off the glass. Uh, it goes off the glass. Alex Tuck breaks through both defenders and scores on a breakaway. That man is incredible. Um, I think that the Canucks they'll find a way to somehow adapt to the the Golden Knights, um, but it, it'll definitely not be enough. I mean, this it'll is, be this
1: is proof enough. I think the main adjustment has to be the physicality; they have to be more physical, and then that's how they're going to just win battles on the boards and all that kind of good stuff. So, yeah, which which Reeves has
3: been all over uh, Roussel, which he he was kind of he was all over the Blues during that series. But um, Reeves, Ryan Reeves, he's just, he is pretty much trying to shut out uh, uh, Anton Roussel. So I don't know why that's such a difficult name for me to pronounce, but it is. Ryan it is. Reeves or Anton Roussel? Anton Roussel. I
0: couldn't pronounce no, it
3: for a second there.
0: Ryan Roussel or Antoine Reeves?
3: <laughs> Either or works.
0: <laughs> yeah, Either but- or works.
3: Uh, Marshram is still playing really well, so I think his uh, the the defense in front of him will will adapt. And now the Avalanche are on a five-on-three as we speak. So really, yeah. How about that?
0: Well, speaking of goalies, that's been kind of hot. I mean, Varlama for the Islanders have
2: wait, been Chris, unreal. Before you go to the Islanders, huh? Talking about another goalie, we have to address the biggest goalie news that's happened, and we were just talking about Vegas and then bringing it up. Alan Walsh's tweet about Flurry.
0: Alan Walsh is an idiot. Like, see, here's I, don't, the I thing. don't get it. I don't understand it. I mean, this wasn't a problem in Pittsburgh. At least I don't think it was.
3: Well, was I mean, it or is it, it just kind
0: of expected?
2: For the third time on a cup run? Exactly. <laughs>
1: Well, let's stop doing
2: this, guys. Fleury wants to win the cup himself, not be carried there by his backup. Well, but like the thing is, it,
1: it, Leonard's a hot hand. DeBoer's going to run the hot hand, and DeBoer doesn't really have good coaching history in like deep in the playoffs, so I think he wants to prove that well, and ride the hot hand goalie. That's true. Okay.
3: I mean, he went, he, he went to the finals with, with the Sharks and the Devils. The Devils were definitely not that great of a team.
2: Yeah, DeBoer has a good resume. And, I mean, he obviously doesn't have loyalty to either Leonard or Flurry since he came in halfway. And that's the, yeah, that's that's the main difference
3: there. He doesn't care about Flurry. Uh, he cares about who's who's going to take him all the way. And and I, it seems like he believes more in Leonard than he does in Flurry.
1: I kind of no, so I mix up the words. Yes, Bart, you're right. I think it's just when it, it, the he can't finish out in playoffs essentially as a head coach.
3: Yeah, agree I mean now, that. now, now he actually has a goalie that can play. So, oh well, well, he has two of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: arguably Martin Jones is you
2: know he's average arguably, at best.
1: Arguably, he's it, streaky it and consistent.
2: Yeah, I don't Ar-
3: think I said arguably.
1: Well, we, <laughs> ever. We, we are arguing it, and you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to be mostly wrong, so that's why I said arguably.
2: <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting because Fleury's the one on contract there, and the fact that he's not happy and feels like he's being stabbed in the back, even though he did tell Alan Walsh to take down the tweet. It's interesting because Leonard is a free agent. He's probably not but he really free. did it, though. If you listen to his press conference –
1: he, he just wasn't he's here to play and win.
3: <laughs> he wasn't completely against what he said, which that's what I thought was like really interesting. Like he never
2: Yeah, he didn't he never denied you know, it. answer. He didn't say it one way or the other. And he's like, Yeah, I told him to take down the tweet. You only told him to take out the tweet after it was out there and got backlash. for 24 hours. Yeah. It was out there for an entire day to get your point across. And you're like, Yeah, take it down. So I can say I told you to take it down. yeah it's It's interesting it is yeah I mean just to
3: just to clarify this picture it's pretty much Marc-Andre Fleury in net, right and there's a sword with Pete DeBoer's name on it through him which it is just (laughs) I mean like come on like that's kind of ridiculous though anyways oh, we got stabbed in the back and they went all
2: Game of Thrones on it yeah, I mean, I think I, I think Leonard deserves the net, anyways. Yeah, so, I I agree, but I do kind of feel for Flurry being on the, his third Stanley Cup contending team that he is replaced on. That has to hurt the ego quite a bit, especially with how good of a person he is and how good of a team player he is.
1: Either way, he's going to land a big contract somewhere if it is isn't Vegas. So.
2: Well, he already has a contract. He has two more years in Vegas. Yeah.
1: I thought it was his contract here this year.
2: Nope. No, nope. He oh. spent a two For three years, $21 million. Oh. So, <laughs> Yeah, so that's going to be super interesting.
1: Things are getting spicy.
3: Yeah, which we have Seattle coming up again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I think Seattle's going to end up with Flurry. I mean – he could be the expansion team goalie. Actually, because they would get two goalies. I think they're going to get Flurry and Murray. Murray's going to take a starting
1: job from Flurry again.
2: Uh, I think I don't know that, that, Murray's that good.
1: Jake Allen's going to end up on Seattle. No, um, that's interesting. Just played. Yeah. <laughs> that's
3: interesting. Actually, so who knows? Yeah, we'll so save we can, that for the off-season talk. But that is, I actually I
1: like that. think, yes, I actually think one more hot take for the off-season that old be signs a one-year deal somewhere. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if he if he Chicago I, can't I, afford it, if I mean, if he's willing to sign like a three a three million AAV, sure, but he's okay. not. Which he's not going to. Can't go. But I think he's going to or Markstrom can do really bad the rest of the series and then we can just afford him there. That's but fine. he's
3: already playing well and and he they allowed five goals. Let so me finish
1: off my take, Bartosz. I apologize. Okay. Thank Bart's you. just trying to get to work, oh, sir. I accept your apology. Where he's gonna get to work on time and he's gonna make it anyways to make to make a lunch. Anyway, I think Hope he's gonna sign a one-year deal somewhere, and he's gonna go to Seattle. <laughs>
2: All right, moving on to the Islanders.
0: Moving on to the Islanders. Simeon Barlamov. I have
2: one more thing for this. No, no. No, this Uh, is cool. This is a cool fun fact. No. Just let it happen. No. Let it happen. That's that's what she said. I
0: have creative
2: rights over this podcast. Um, But no, the Lakers ended up leading the Trailblazers 24-8 on Mamba Day at the end of the first quarter. Oh, that's cool. I just thought
0: that should get out there. That's really cool. Continue. There's my fun fact. That was a fun fact. I enjoyed that. You're welcome. Matt doesn't enjoy fun.
2: <laughs> he didn't <laughs> deny it, it's true.
0: <laughs> Simeon Varlamov has not really been tested much, but he's still been standing on his head when he has been. I don't know. Are the Islanders the, kind of a dark horse to get into the final this year?
3: I mean – were they a dark horse? I don't think anyone expected them to go to the finals, but they honestly could. And Radulov just scored, so Dallas is up three Ooh. two. <laughs> All right, well, stars and four. Um. Anyways, you. Uh, the Islanders. I when you watch them play, like they suffocate everybody on defense like they just they just don't allow any any good chances any quality chances philadelphia has not been able to to, uh to produce anything offensively and it is it's really disappointing
0: yeah philadelphia felt like they're It felt like their offense was starting to get going in the Canadian series, but just hasn't shown up quite yet. Let's move on to the Lightning and the Bruins. Bruins won game one, three to two. Uh, They came out really fast, opportunistic. They looked really good in game one, and it kind of looks like the same show as, as it was last year in round one for the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Blue Jackets, and I don't know the way that they played it just kind of feels like that same series. Yeah,
2: I mean, I think it was good for the Lightning to beat the Blue Jackets as much as I hated it, but I still don't think they learned enough from that series to hang with the Bruins, who are a Stanley Cup contender. Um, I I don't think they hang on in this series. I think they win one, maybe two games, but I'm going to take the Bruins in five.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's a pretty good pretty good assumption right there. I think uh, Kucherov has it in him to steal a game himself. And I think Vasilevsky has it in him to steal a game. I just don't know about the other two. That's the problem with the lightning right now is that it just feel really streaky, especially in the playoffs and the worst time to do it. And I kind of feel bad for Tampa Bay fans just because they have such a great team, but I just can't put it together. It seems like, but I agree with you, Kevin Bruins are well, going to win this series. And I think it's going to be easier than what people think.
3: I still, I still think that Tampa Bay is going to win this series. And it, it, it's Ooh. just because they, they, they started off pretty slow. I did watch the majority of that game and they started off pretty, pretty slow. Um, so I still think that they'll, they'll actually make a decent comeback. Um, I, I think that this this series goes to seven for sure. I mean, they're both these teams are not going to back down easy. But I think uh, Vasilevsky is going to be the difference in, in this series.
0: I really like that take. I really do. And I, I think that's what a lot of people around, around Tampa are thinking too. I just don't know. It just started off really slow. They played against a Columbus team that I think they really took for granted. And I think a lot of people are gonna say that they they kind of got I'm not gonna say punched in the mouth by by Columbus, but it was kind of a wake up call, I guess, in a sense that you know they could have been beaten again if they didn't get their their stuff together. I just think Boston's too 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 strong. I just think that they're too good of a team for for them to even get it to Game Six.
3: Yeah, and, and and Stamkos is you know still kind of up in the air. Like he's supposed to be back, but there's really no word on him because obviously the the whole NHL rule where they're um, just calling injuries as uh, uh, unfit to play. So i don't know i i still think that the lightning they they have so much talent on that team you know if if they just get the right bounces because this is definitely going to be probably their toughest series like whoever gets past, i think it's either boston or or the lightning i mean the islanders i don't know they're so good defensively we'll see but you know, I, I I don't know. I think the 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 Lightning still have a lot of talent to get past anyone in in the East.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think Stamkos would have been the would have been the the X factor in that series, especially for the Lightning to get past him without him. I think it's going to be tough. I don't think Kucherov can do it on his own, and I think that. I think that Stamkos compliments him really well, and it'll be tough for him moving forward. But last point I want to make is that Barry Trotz and the Washington Capitals firing a coach are back in the same sentence, and it is really funny. Except he's not the one getting fired. Barry Trotz is the cause, in my opinion, or at least the final straw for Washington to clear house. And I think that when you take... Washington's old coach and Barry Trotz and their old goaltender. It's almost just like a giant middle finger, the entire organization. And I think it's hilarious.
3: Yeah. Well, they, they really cleared house cause they fired their vice president. They fired their GM and they fired their head coach. So, you know, and uh, obviously we're going to save all the off season talk for, for later, but it really like makes me wonder about like what the Blackhawks are doing. You know, like the Tom uh, Todd Reardon has been on the team for for two years. They're already firing him. I mean, they just looked so unenthusiastic for for the playoffs, and they just looked so outmatched physically, speed wise, everything. You know, and they they have one of the greatest goal scorers of of all time, really.
2: Yeah. Besides TJ Oshi, it didn't look like anybody would came to the bubble to play um and that 100 falls on the coach at that point you know, like you gotta get your guys fired up to play and for that same reason i think baruby going to be on a short leash come short leash come next season um i'm surprised about the vp and the gm though considering that two years ago the caps were sailing cup champions
3: like, yeah, I, they're just a really old team, too, though. Like They just haven't really retooled too well. But they do have an uh, up-and-coming goalie, so yeah. I don't know. It's it, it really is weird. Shocking. I mean, aren't and the vice president, too?
2: Yeah, aren't the Bruins and Capitals, aren't they the two oldest teams going into this playoffs? I want to say it was those two. I believe so,
3: yeah. Um, uh, Bruins, both of them. probably for sure, yeah.
2: Yeah, both of them, Like their main core is – well past thirty at this point, and I—I I don't know. I—I I don't feel like it was fair to judge Reardon that hard. I mean, I get it, but it's also a weird circumstance for the playoffs. Like there are like the Bruins are the only Stanley Cup champions from the last decade to still be alive in the playoffs. Like, okay, don't take it so hard that you lost. Like, I don't. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, definitely.
3: I man, they, they've always been extremely top heavy, you know. So I'm I'm curious, like you know, they is it because they didn't have any supplemental offense besides their their first line really? Yeah, I mean, besides TJ Oshie, Backstrom, and and Ovi, you know, and then you have John Carlson in the back. Well they, they were had,
2: without backstrom during the playoffs too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's all on that first line, and he was probably high on cocaine. So and they're and,
0: <laughs> uh, good one. So wow. a little bit of an update. We'll make one final point for this uh for this episode. There are they're currently in a coach's challenge with with the Avalanche Jared Bednar throwing out the uh, hypothetical red flag of hockey, and if this call does not go the Avalanche's way, the Stars are going to be up four to two. Well, let's going go into the third period. Stars and so That is going to be a Bart. big decision. I don't think we're going to have a reaction in time uh, for, for this episode. To we're end having right. our
2: reaction right now. Stars and
0: four. <laughs> it's not going to be stars and four. Is, this stars and four. And I don't know if it's conclusive, but. If they make a decision before, before we're wrapped up, we'll, uh, we'll let you know and give our quick reaction to it. But before then, I think that's going to wrap up episode number 31. Be sure to give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at ITMPod. Be sure to leave us a review if you like what you heard and keep on listening to every episode. Be sure to catch up on previous episodes that you might have missed so far. We appreciate the support. And we will see you this upcoming weekend as the Stars and Avalanche are still in a review. And this looks like it's going to take a little bit longer. Francis you guys is in it.
3: that, too. Grubauer got hurt the last game. So. He did.
0: Yeah. You guys want to stick around really quick just to see the decision? No, let's do uh, it work. It's an hour and a half past
2: work. my bedtime. I better die, go. Guys. So, and Mark to work. <laughs> Stars uh, well, and four—that's all that matters, guys.
0: The stars aren't going to be in four. Whatever. Stars four hey,
2: and four. Go make your bet. It could happen, which is gonna, wild. It could
0: happen. It's going to
2: happen. Yeah. We're going to talk to you guys on Thursday about the stars being up three-zero
0: at that point. <laughs> Stay awesome, guys, and we'll see you this weekend. Bye. Deuces.